Ramble. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everyone. Welcome to another episode of You Can Sit With Us. We have a very exciting uh, episode for you guys today. We are talking about Jubilee, the art of jubilation. Um, Rainy has put together a beautiful document um, that we can dissect and dive into. I, my name is Maggie. I am one of your hosts and I am joined by Matthew today. Hello. Becky. Hi. And Aria. Hello. Hello, everyone. Do you like to celebrate things? I like to celebrate things. Yeah. yeah. I like there's. I like that there are little holidays to look forward to, but I, if I am not actively planning for it, sometimes I feel like the year passes by so quickly and I'm like, oh no, what are we doing for this? Um, what about you guys? Parties all day, every day. I love to celebrate. Party, celebrate party, girl. life's little victories. Party, 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 celebrate party, party, party. Tuesdays. I love celebrating. On yeah. Tuesdays. Everything yeah. is a celebration. So what is something that's too small to celebrate is there is there such a thing as something too small to celebrate i don't think no. so i kill a mosquito celebrate. that's one of the best celebrations celebrate. ever it's one of the biggest <laughs> yeah <laughs> i really liked rainy had given us some very thought-provoking questions to look at and one that really rang true with me was my parents love to celebrate every little victory mm. and my mom and i or anything that's hard if you do something that's hard you should celebrate so whenever I would go with my mom to get her mammograms, we'd go get a donut after. That's and a cute I still, little. Anytime I go to the gynecologist, get a donut after. That is so cute. Yeah. You oh know, someone's gosh. poking around in your uterus. Yeah. You deserve some Gyno sugar. Donut. You deserve Gyno some sugar. Donut. <laughs> you need some Dunkin'. That's- did you guys ever do little celebrations with your family when you did like got a good grade or um, made a personal goal? Uh, maybe during standardized testing, my dad would always take us either for donuts in the morning and we got into a habit of it sometimes too often that my mom would get to a point where she'd zoom past the donut shop because we always wanted to make it like part of the morning routine. Um, but either donuts in the morning or ice cream after school. Aww. Always sweet mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was, uh, so every day after uh, daycare when I was really young, um, we had a quite a long commute back mm-hmm. from daycare to home and my dad and I would pick up crunch bars from like crunch bars. Yeah. Crunch yeah. bars. You know, those ice cream crunch bars oh, okay. from the gas station on the way home. Mm-hmm. That's cute. I mean, we just always got good grades, so <laughs> couldn't celebrate <laughs> you always. You, know? you can't no, celebrate. I can't perfect. remember like any specific thing that my parents did for like yeah. grades and stuff. Yeah. Did you get treats? During speech therapy or after speech therapy? It was like stickers. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. nice. I feel like after, after having met most of our parents, they're, they're very um, uh, gracious with their words, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, yeah. Like I feel like all That's of your parents true, yeah. are, they're 
very open and emotional and kind. Yeah, emotional recognition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Saying, you know, I, your mom especially, and and actually your mom too, Matt. Uh, mm-hmm. Kind of, they'll come up and be like. I love X, Y, Z. I, you know, I just think that you're doing so well with this. And it's like, thank you. <laughs> like, I really appreciate the just, you know, very heartfelt, um, like comments, you know? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I always try to do that with other people too, when I like, haven't seen them in a long time mm-hmm. and yeah. you know, you kind of walk up to them and you just give them like serious eye contact and like, serious really tell them how well they're doing because I feel like that really sticks with you. Aww, you know, that's so sweet. Just little yeah. celebrations. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's Do you guys sweet. have it? Have you guys ever worried that you're an over celebrator? I don't know if that was in the questions, <laughs> but I worry that all the time for myself. Is there such thing mm. as over celebrating? I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh my God. I think whatever you feel like is the right yeah. amount of celebration. Mm. You know? Yeah. Jubilee. A fun. Jubilee. Jubilee. Do you guys have any holiday traditions that you specifically remember being very celebratory? For Christmas, we would always make um, handmade raviolis with my grandparents. Mm. And then for Christmas Day, we would have them for dinner. So it was always like leading up to Christmas. That was a big thing, going over there and doing that. And then actually cooking them and having the whole family and everything. Big celebration on Christmas Day. So that's still a, a, a thing that we still do. You know, the tradition has carried on. Yeah. In my mm-hmm. family. So that's always reminds me of Christmas time doing that, you know? But for most of the other holidays, I feel like we don't have kind of a standing tradition mm, yeah. or a celebration. It's usually just always eating and drinking. You know, as oh, long yeah. as you're eating and drinking. Just over over consumption. Yeah. I feel like yeah. holidays are a sugar fest for us. Mm-hmm. Just sugar and chocolate. And uh we make these things called dough gobs uh for the morning of Thanksgiving and the morning of Christmas. And it's, it's, it's basically, it's, it's dough, it's frozen dough Uh or you can make it yourself, but I'm going to argue it's not as good. Um, (laughs) So it's, it's like frozen roads rolls Mm -hmm. and you break off little pieces, roll them in butter and then roll them in cinnamon and sugar and put them in a bunt pan with a bunch of pecans and like monkey bread. It's it, it is monkey bread. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Um, but we, we, we've always called them dough gobs. And so when my mother-in-law was like, Oh, it's monkey bread. I was like, okay, <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> Fine. Um, Fine. but, uh, so much sugar. Oh my goodness. Like it's like a, an enormous cinnamon roll. Um, and it, I, every holiday it's just over. Delicious. It's so much food. Mm-hmm. Mm. So much food. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't have any, I feel like I don't remember any big traditions in my family other than like Christmas. We watched a Christmas story a bunch. Mm. Um, Keith and I always do um, Outback for our anniversary. Mm-hmm. Keep that tradition alive. Keep that blooming <laughs> onion. Yes. We even did it this year, even though he had COVID. Oh. So we were outside. Out. We got takeout. I got my plate. And then our friend Mark was staying with Keith in the guest house because Mark's wife is pregnant and Mark also had COVID and they live in an apartment. So we adopted him for 10 days, (laughs) (laughs) 10 days. It was a very big adult sleepover. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I got my food and I sat on my little side of the table and then they sat plus side of having a big backyard. (laughs) They got to sit very far away from me. Um, keep the tradition alive. Yeah. Yeah. You got to keep the tradition alive. Yeah. Gotta keep the outback alive. Well, yeah. How about you, Maggie? I don't think holiday I, traditions in your holiday family? traditions. I mean, definitely getting together with family. But for Thanksgiving, my family always loved 
going to the movie theaters to watch the new Pixar movie because usually it would like kind of align up with Thanksgiving. That's So we did that, I think, many years in a row. And then obviously the last two years we haven't been able to. And I think they had like some release changes as well, but that was a definitely a big one. Um, But getting together, eating lots of food, spending time with family, like having that time carved out as we are like, going into adulthood and like not as home as much is mm-hmm. like really important and something I look forward to, especially since my sisters and I all live different places now. So it's nice. One one thing that I'm realizing that we are all kind of taking for granted is that time with family, mm-hmm. you know, that like that is, you know, that feels like a celebration to me mm-hmm. uh, is, oh, yeah. is, is having the, the opportunities to spend time with that extended family, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, or even just time with like your significant other, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes when it's just Ned and I and the kids at home, we're like, this is nice. Mm-hmm. Like, let's, let's do something fun. Mm-hmm. You know, let's, let's watch a movie and just celebrate being here and being healthy and I don't know, happy. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot more celebrating when you're younger, like your parents, you know, for like each holiday, you mm-hmm. know, for like Valentine's Day, you have to give everyone in your class a Valentine. That's true. It's like oh, St. Yeah. Patrick's Day, you have to wear green, otherwise you're gonna get pinched at school. You know, like mm-hmm. yeah. things and like Halloween, you have to wear, you know. So I feel like your parents really kind of instill that in you. And as you get older, you don't keep Wait, you don't you don't give out Valentine's to everybody? Not anymore. I get sad. I kind of miss uh, Valentine's Day from when I was in elementary school, just because it was like the entire class was like passing out cards. Mm -hmm. Now, as an adult, it's just like kind of weird if you like. I used to come to work and like pass out like candies to my coworkers. I think that and Halloween are like one of my two favorite holidays, and I think it's because it's centered around candy. (laughs) Yes, and cards. You and Becky are two of a two of a kind. Yeah. I feel like now a lot of celebrating is not having to work. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's a holiday. Oh my God, I'm so glad I don't have to Why work. Why is that so true? I don't have to, so have to, work. Have to And all you want to do is just veg on the yeah. couch. Yeah. Less celebrating. Yeah. More yeah, veg. Like become I will, I will say that now. I would love to just bring back those childhood celebrations. You know, just make that the norm. <laughs> you know, because there's such a sense of wonder in kids when when you explain to them, you know, why you're going to every house and you're going to get candy, you know, <laughs> like they're like, what, really? And and everybody's in on it. Like mm-hmm. if you actually think about what that looks like to a child, it's like the entire community is having a party where we eat candy. <laughs> like, it's awesome. <laughs> It just seems so cool. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should do that for everything. There would be so much more joy. I'm down. Candy okay. every day. Candy. I'm not talking about just candy. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> just Why joy not? and gifts and small favors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As, as you're thinking about that as a parent, mm. right? how do you give praise to your kids or how do you celebrate things? That's a good question. I wish that Rachel was here because no. um, she she and I have have like – she has a, a a different way of doing it with her girls oh. um, where she wants the girls to, I don't want to like describe it for her because it, uh, I'm going to describe it wrong, but she wants the girls to have like an internal sense of, of mm. confidence and achievement. Mm. Um, and I, I can't help but 
praise my kids, <laughs> you know, and, and, yeah. and I'm sure that she does too. Like there's, there's no way you can't praise your kids. Um, but I, <laughs> my mom actually told me this thing, um, a couple of years ago. That's like, it's like the five to one rule or something like that, where for every time that you, um, that you give somebody like critical feedback or, or like a negative comment or something like that, that you should always give them at least five, um, like positive things. Mm -hmm. And it's it, like, it, it, I learned that a long time ago and it just made me, um, it just made me think to myself that I should be constantly complimenting people and telling them how well they're doing at things and how, yeah. how much I appreciate them, how much I love them, how much I, you know, just how like anytime that Wes, uh, does something like n normal to his brother or like, you know, plays with his brother or something like that. It's, it's like, it's just constant. The, the mm. praise, it would just, Wes, you're being such a good big brother. Uh, you know, Oh Finn, you're, you're, you're like, you're being a good baby. You're being, you're a, being a great good baby. baby. Finn, good baby. You know, it's, yeah. I, but I, that seems like that's the way that you receive love and how you're giving love. That's as true well too. Because I know that you true. like to hear from your partner that's and your true. friends mm -hmm. how much of a good job that you're doing. So maybe, that's, true. that's true. Yeah. I am. Am I just creating a cycle of <laughs> <laughs> of needing to hear that you're doing well? I Positive don't know. Reinforcement. Mm -hmm. I. You know. I. I I feel good when I get praise and I feel good giving praise. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm sure that there are probably issues. There are issues with everything, right? So I'm just going to continue telling all of you how much I love you and how <laughs> beautiful you are and how much I appreciate everything that you do. And um, yeah, before I start getting too sappy about how much I love you guys. Let's move on. How does Wes like to celebrate? Like, does he have a favorite holiday? Is it like his birthday? Presents. Presents. He's he just four. Wants presents. <laughs> gifts. Gifts. Every holiday. Right. Presents and present candy. Holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Does he love President's Day? <laughs> Probably work. does, does not. <laughs> yeah, because he doesn't have to go to school, maybe. Yeah. yeah. We, yeah. we do try to save presents for... For, for like holidays, yeah. but it is difficult because oh, I'm sure. how do you explain to a child w what constitutes a holiday and what doesn't, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Gotta wait till Christmas, you have 11 months. Yeah, you have 11 <laughs> months to wait till Christmas. And he's like, he'll actually say, um, he'll wake up and say, mommy, is today a special occasion? And it's really hard for me to say no. It's a normal day, huh? That's a nice question, actually. <laughs> That's a sweet question. Like, can because today be a special occasion? Can today please? be a special occasion? Can we have chocolate for breakfast? Yeah. You know, and it's like, no. That's one of the tough things about being a parent is that you kind of have to, like, I feel like I am a yes parent in mm -hmm. many ways where I want to say yes. I mm -hmm. want to say yes to them. Mm -hmm. I want, you know, can I have chocolate for breakfast? Why not? You know, <laughs> as an adult, I also want chocolate for breakfast. Yeah. You know, but. What's but, the worst? But you yeah. have to like kind of be the parent in some of those times. Yeah. I guess you, you got to be responsible no. and all that. You need your vegetables. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Vegetables. vegetables. You can put chocolate on veggies. Yeah. Right. So we celebrate vegetables. You know, we we, we'll celebrate yeah. like. <clears throat> especially it's broccoli day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, sometimes what we will do is we'll like, we'll put cheese on something and be like, oh my God, there's so much cheese. We love this. You know, yeah. just make everything a celebration. Uh, yeah. It's cute. How do you tell yourself that you're doing a good job? Like, what is your mm -hmm. internal dialogue? Give myself a good job. <laughs> job. Mm. Do you tell do you tell yourself you're doing a good job, Ariel? You look <laughs> perplexed. I think I kind of. It means more coming from somebody else. Mm, I'm right? the same way. I don't. I don't think yeah. I tell myself. I'm I don't doing think a good I job. tell myself. Well, Matt, you're rarely doing a good job. We all know. I'm that. Always failing. <laughs> <laughs> you can always count yeah, me to tell I you you're doing a good job. <laughs> I actively tell myself I'm doing a good job. You do? No, oh. I don't think so. Um, I have this habit though. Like if any, if I. Uh, encounter any like hardship during my day it's just like I'll buy myself some sort of beverage whether it be an iced tea or a coffee or a boba drink yum <laughs> um, but if I so am ever coping having mechanism a mechanism is yeah I'm like oh. a beverageina a beverageina oh my god traffic Come. a beverage <laughs> which I mean there's always traffic so <laughs> always making myself beverages um, but yeah I feel like that's bad that we don't tell ourselves we're doing a good job. I know. Sometimes. We're all like making a mental really health something to it. talk about in therapy this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, maybe that's why uh, Rachel has, you know, is is trying to instill this idea in mm -hmm. in the girls of of that like internal uh, confidence and and pride. Yeah. I think pride mm -hmm. is really the. Because mm -hmm. I certainly it's. It feels strange to it feel does. pride for oneself. Yeah. It feels like you should always be your best self and you, that is just the standard that you are mm -hmm. held to. So like, why would you be like, yes, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, be doing, <laughs> which is be great and be the best version of myself. Yeah. Like, yeah. I deserve this. Yes. I deserve good things. Is there anything in particular that makes you feel like you're doing a good job or makes you feel really happy? I feel like if I've done a workout, mm -hmm. you know, I've eaten the right things for the day and I've like accomplished a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then I usually feel the best about myself. Yeah. But Are you if a one checklist of those things person? get out of whack, then I'm like, oh, I just didn't do it today. You know, <laughs> it's a wash. Yeah. But, but you don't beat yourself up about it. No, I'm like, uh, I guess tomorrow. Tomorrow. You know? Yeah. Tomorrow is another day. I do love checking things off of a list. Yeah. I will make a list of things that I've already done just to check them off. <laughs> Maybe that's my internal way of saying, "You, girl, you doing a good job. <laughs> you getting it done. Do your partner, do you think your partners tell themselves they're doing a good job? So I know Eugene mm. definitely does not. He definitely like beats himself up. Yeah. He needs, you know? he needs to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, Ned certainly needs to hear it for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we've been married for long enough that I know, you know, when he needs a pick me up, mm -hmm. when he needs a pep talk or mm -hmm. something. Right. Um, and if he hasn't gotten it from somebody else, then it usually comes from me. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. you gotta, you gotta pick up your person. 
make sure exactly. that they're that's what you're there for yeah, yeah. 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 and they're there for you mm-hmm. and make sure that it's a give and a take yeah <laughs> I've, heard Keith, advice from Ariel. I've heard Keith doesn't need it I think Keith tells himself he's doing a good job all the time <laughs> I think he knows he's doing a good job he's like yeah well I did a good job I did it <laughs> I don't think he the has self-satisfaction. Yeah, I think he could yes. get a lot of like internal happiness. That's fantastic. Where he's like, "Oh, I taught myself how to do this thing." And I'm like, "That's awesome." Yeah. Cool. You're like instrument number 342. <laughs> <Right>. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Great, another synthesizer. You know how to play every instrument. <laughs> do you uh, uh do you Give Zach a lot of praise. I give him a, a fair amount of praise, but I also feel like he has like a lot of I don't know, praise, like I hear him being like, I did good and pats himself on the back a lot. It's <laughs> like, great. I did a good thing today. So it comes from within him. And maybe that's just like how he was raised. Maybe his mom did a better job. At, I don't know. It's, it just comes from within him. He's very, uh, I do think it's healthy to have that internal pride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know, Matt and I look at each other. We're like, I wish, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Do you celebrate things more or do you think Zach celebrates things more? Oh, I think Zach's, I think if Zach could have it his way, he would turn our house into like a mini frat party every single (laughs) evening if he could. That's kind of what his old place used to I know. (laughs) I know. I mean, definitely like the last two years and just like limiting that has just like taken a toll. But we had my mom over for her birthday and he turned our house into like, and into like he got more party lights and like mm. got a new speaker and was just like bumping and we were all just sitting just chatting and my dad and my mom were just <laughs> like looking around and was like we've never this is different <laughs> there's like karaoke like lasers like moving oh my God, that's so <laughs> fun. dancing in the corner and everybody's yeah. just trying to like scream over the yeah music. exactly oh gosh, so funny yeah I mean he wakes up every morning to like a dance party in the shower so. Good for him. If he could have it his way up, it would be a party every night. <laughs> every night. Yes. What about party. you? I know Eugene loves partying. Eugene <clears throat> does like to party, but he is better about like going to other parties. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because when I, and I feel like I like to host parties more, but then that comes with a whole nother Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. mental responsibilities yeah responsibility you and like stress yeah. and all From that parties, type of so. stuff yeah you know? i feel like you are the consummate host consummate. Yeah. Yeah. but, but like you. It, it brings you so much tests. joy yeah just uh-huh. to, to like have people over and feed them mm-hmm. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. throw a good party it's your always feeder. fun your feeder your feeder pusher yeah. <laughs> Eat this. Drink this. <laughs> Try it. So I feel like we do it in different ways. Mm. You know? Yeah. But I don't think that Eugene does it in a way that's like celebratory. Mm. You know what I mean? I feel like it's different. Yeah. I feel like he parties like to relax. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's his way of like being calm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Less of like <laughs> celebrating that something's happened. I feel like he's already on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just sort of like, okay, that's done. Let's do this. Eugene has always seemed like a connector to me where like when so I, I feel like something that brings him joy is to really connect with somebody, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. he will, he, he gets so sucked into uh, people sometimes mm-hmm. where he'll just sit down with you and just be like, what's going on? Tell me everything. Yeah. And, and I feel like that's his way of 
you know, he, he just gives someone his full attention mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and that just gives that, that attention and that light that Eugene gives, it, it gives people so much joy. Mm-hmm. Zooms in. He does. Lasers <laughs> in. Yeah. Like sometimes I just want to cook. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to cook. Who's more of a party celebration person in the house? You or not? Oh, we 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 celebrate in different ways. Mm. Ned mm-hmm. is a party person for mm-hmm. sure. Um, he's always been the type of person to get a second wind at 11 p.m. or whatever. <laughs> and you guys all know that I am not that person. Mm-hmm. I, you know, 11 p.m. is bedtime. Mm-hmm. There is no second wind for me. But I'm the type of person who celebrates the little things, mm-hmm. you know, in every day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll crack open a bottle of wine for just like it's 5 p.m bitches <laughs> we made it through the day <laughs> yeah yeah so why do you celebrate why not yeah, but why what does it do to you what does it do for you that's that is the question isn't it? Right? yeah um what does it do for me it makes me feel complete mm. it makes me feel um you know, when I celebrate something, it makes me feel like I have something to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you've accomplished something. Or like I've accomplished achieved. something, or mm-hmm. that I have You're happy done something. something worth celebrating, mm-hmm. um, even if I haven't. <laughs> you know, I like that. I like that. How about you, Becky? Why For, do you celebrate? Why do I celebrate? Yeah, why? I love the sense of community that comes from celebrating because mm. we. Our family does a lot of like communal parties, even if it's just like, even if Keith and I are celebrating like an anniversary or doing something, we usually will try and invite people over to celebrate. If something good happens, we try and have, you know, just celebrate. So sometimes just even celebrating being together, you know, Mm -hmm. this past weekend we had um, Lou Berger. I don't know when this is coming out, but they just had their show at Dynasty Typewriter, The Wizard of Friendship. So we celebrated with a little cast party and then the Stonefishes were in town. So we hosted everybody Mm -hmm. last night and we just celebrated like being together because they live in New York and we don't really get to see them a lot. Mm -hmm. So usually when our like friends' parents come into town, we have like a party. Just to celebrate everyone getting to know each other. Yeah. You, you took a to plane flight. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> Gotta celebrate being together. Right. Yeah. How about you, Maggie? Why do you celebrate? I think, yeah, I like being around people. Sometimes if uh, I'm in a work rut or anything like that, I feel invigorated to be around mm. people in, in a non-professional setting, but it just gives you um, a reason to see your loved ones and your family and your friends. Um yeah, Matt, Matthew. For me, I feel like it's it's like you're giving other people something so that it makes you feel better. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like you're giving them a good time by having For sure. a venue and food and drink and a good atmosphere and meeting new people and vibes, dogs and kids, you know. Dogs. Yeah, vibes. Yeah. Love, love, love. love. Celebrate. celebrate. <laughs> Everyone has to celebrate, you know. Celebrate. The institution of celebration. Um, have you ever been to a bad celebration? Mm. If you can speak to like the art of bad hosting and what not Ooh. to do when you're celebrating, because we've all been to a bad party. Yeah, I think a party is all about preparation. Yeah, so you have to make sure you have everything Go there, off, like ready. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ready. So I feel like the places that I've been to are like okay, they like like there's 
like, is there a party happening today? Is there something happening? Am I too early? <laughs> like, oh, I see. Where is everyone? Like, right. You know, yeah. it's just like nothing's ready. They don't have anything. They yeah. thought just having people over, but then they don't, they don't even have like water. You know what I mean? It's kind of right. like yeah. no food. You have no. to have something. Mm-hmm. It doesn't water. have to be like a crazy Spread. spread or anything, but just so people feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. I don't think if I've been to any like bad. I feel I feel like if you are curating a get together, you uh, should definitely think about. You guys probably don't have to think about it very often, but the people that you're bringing together, you know, um, like most of our friends like each other, so mm-hmm. it's not that big a deal. Yeah. Um, but if you're bringing together people from different, you know, maybe. Uh, different political spectrum and it that could create some tension or something like that Mm -hmm. um so you really have to like think about the people that you're bringing together at a party Mm -hmm. sometimes sometimes it can be difficult with um extended family Mm -hmm. if 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 some people are estranged or don't really like each other Mm -hmm. um that can be that can be a tough situation the guest list Mm -hmm. yeah I feel like there are definitely like party fouls that happen mm, left and right, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to think if there was like a party that I've gone to that I was like, oh, that really could have been better. But I think like Matt says, it's all about preparation. I think as a party goer and a party host, it should be about prep. So like, I think if you're going to someone's party asking what you can bring or mm-hmm. at least offering, not that everyone has to do something or has to bring something. Um, I think that's a really good rule of thumb and is either just show up with something, something show up with something and leave it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think it's a very like college thing to like bring booze and then be like, well, there's two shots left in this or, you know, I'm like, well, maybe you could. (laughs) Okay. Well, okay. (laughs) I think those are my, those are my big party files is not asking if you could bring anything and then taking Getting too drunk. Unused items, yeah. Mm-hmm. Getting too drunk. Getting too fucked up. Slapping your host. I've been to a party where I've seen someone do that before. Slap like, Stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whoa. They like, he like got in a fight with the host. <gasps> Whoa. And then I don't know exactly what happened, but all of a sudden you hear a slap. And <gasps> the whole party's like. What? What? <laughs> That's crazy. Okay. When did like this happen? A couple of years ago, like five, six years ago. Oh, my <gasps> goodness. Yeah. Wow. How did you recover? I mean, it was behind me, so I didn't see it. I just heard it, and I, like, looked around. <laughs> and then they, like, ran, they, like, went opposite directions, you know? When everyone started to look, they, like, ran. Whoa. Mm-hmm. That ways. is intense. Yeah. Wow. So don't slap the hose. Don't don't slap the hose. Slap the hose. Do you guys follow any of the old, like, I remember my parents were always like, don't talk about religion. Don't talk about politics. Oh, my God. Don't talk about sex. Like, those were, like, the big things that would, like, Cause a fight at a party. <laughs> Sex is the first thing I talk about. <laughs> I was like, no, that's the icebreaker. I pull, I pull a Eugene and I say, how are you doing? How's how your sex you life? Uh, have, no, you story. have you read? <laughs> have you read Clan of the Cape Bear? <laughs> I would say my biggest party foul not is, or, or like that I think is a, the biggest party foul mm. is showing up to a party and there not being any food. Like mm. no food, no mm. snacks. Oh yeah. Whatsoever. And There's gotta be snacks. people are just starving. Like I remember parties early, you know, when we were much younger, mm-hmm. um, where I would, I would, I would be so hungry 
at a party that, and I didn't want to go up and ask the host and be like, do you have like some chips or something? <laughs> some chips. Like, um, <laughs> I would, I would just, apps, I would just please. order a pizza. Yeah. And yeah. I would like, yeah. like go downstairs, scarf it, and then come back oh upstairs and be like, <laughs> or if anybody else, cause like, I also didn't want to be rude and like order a pizza to somebody else's party. Oh, I've done that. I've definitely ordered <laughs> yeah. food to other people's yeah. parties. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people aren't prepared and you know, I'm real quick with that Postmates button. Yeah. Mm, that's fair. I think another party fell is not respecting other people's sobriety. Oh, oh interesting. Yeah. Like some people don't like to do certain things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel, some, I mean, people can be pushy like with mm-hmm. drinks or mm-hmm. so being a other pusher. substances and stuff like that. And it's like, let people do what they want. They celebrate their own way. Mm-hmm. They yeah. their or own like not having other options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you only have beer and wine and they're like, yeah. can I have a, a water? And you're like, yeah, here. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> always got to have some bubbly water, flavored bubbly yeah. water hanging yeah. around. It's got to be a celebration for people who aren't drinking too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love having dinner parties with you guys. Outside of this friend group, I feel like a, there's always one in my either college or high school friend group. I always have a friend who is like a huge shot pusher. And I'm like, no, oh, no, why are we still doing this? And like, uh, they've caught on to my tactics. What are your to, tactics? To like not take the shot. And I look like I'm taking the shot and I'm not. But now they're on to me. So and they call you I'm out. I'm in trouble. Yes, they call so me out. Do you feel rude not taking a shot? Uh, it depends on the person. Okay. If I know the person well enough, I'll just, I'll look them in the eye and be like, look, I'm not doing that. I don't want to feel crappy tomorrow. <laughs> and then there's other people where I'm like, not so close. And I'm like, because mm, I'm such a people pleaser. And I'm I'm like, <laughs> I don't do shots anymore. I just tell people I'm not doing it. No, I'll take a cocktail, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to do your yeah. shot. If it's someone's birthday, I'm like, okay, I'll take one. And that's how it leads down a little slope. But I'll just be like, tequila makes me a bad person. <laughs> oh my don't, God. Don't make me do that. Do you have a friend, a particular friend who's wildly good at celebrating? Ooh, Keith. Keith. <laughs> Keith is good at celebrating. He yeah. loves celebrating. If someone else is having a party, mm-hmm. he'll do whatever he can to make it the best party ever. Yeah. His own parties. Any little chance mm-hmm. to have fun. Yeah. That's his way of relaxing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Planning things. Mm-hmm. Planning little adventures. Yeah. I feel like David Deng's very good at oh, yeah. recognizing mm-hmm. people's accomplishments and stuff. Yeah. Like, like he'll always show up with like a little treat or something if yeah. something's happened in your life. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. He always tells me on my Apple Watch, good job when I finished a workout. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Isn't it automatic? <laughs> no, it's not. You have to pick the... Like what the response is. Oh, okay. It'd be That's like, cute. Becky finished her workout. Yeah. It'll Good be like, job. Becky was rowing and he'll be like, row, row, row your boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. He's good. a cheerleader. Yes. He he's yeah. a very good cheerleader. He's, yeah. a, he's a good friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. I feel like he's good at celebrating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And curating things. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what the big, like for celebrations, I feel like none of us are really like oh, we're just going to like sit and hang out. There's always like a curated Mm -hmm. something to eat, something to drink, something to do, something to listen to. How do you curate your music? Yeah. Mm. I just put on a Spotify playlist. So (laughs) I highly recommend if you're having a dinner party, my friend Hannah created a playlist on Spotify called Nancy Myers, Coastal Grandma. I love that. Coastal Grandma. (laughs) It is. If you want to feel like you're in a Nancy Myers movie, I probably put it on every other day 
And then other than that, I just go to Spotify okay. and go. I might start doing that. It's so good. It's one of the best playlists. It's wow. it's the best Nancy Myers playlist. Because there are other Nancy mm. Myers playlists out there and they are not That's the vibe. Good. This mm. is the vibe. The whole playlist is good. That is so funny. Yeah. So I usually lean on friends that have better taste. Like Hannah has much better taste in music than I do. Zach has really good taste mm-hmm. in music. Mm-hmm. So right. I make sure that someone who knows the vibes mm-hmm. can control the music. Mm-hmm. I always feel like when you're throwing a party or a celebration, it's okay to outsource some things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the playlist. That's an easy thing to outsource to someone yeah. who's mm-hmm. good at that. 100%. The food, yeah. just order. Just order. Yeah. Although <laughs> Matt is the, Matt's the opposite. Like, just order. He, he, spends, from he spends all day making it from <laughs> I know. You're such a like good example. You inspire me to be a better host and invest in like party yeah, gotta like get party wears. Yeah, and you like gotta do your housewarming party. Yeah, I still have your I know. We only have a four-person table. Like, you have, you have plenty of seats. You got a couch. It'll be a dance party anyway. We can have a we can have a dance party. I'll make the drinks and we dance. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, Zach will Zach will do the the music. The music and the lights and the lights and I'll make the drinks. Easy. I love it. We'll get takeout. Down. Down. <laughs> Love it. Perfect. Okay. Speaking of system. Uh, entertaining and yeah. making food. Yeah. Now we're going to play a little game uh, called Settle This For Me with some questions from Reddit. Meat in the sink or on the counter? My girlfriend and I recently found a difference in opinion on how to unpackage and work with raw meat. She thinks it's most sanitary to set the packaged meat in the stainless steel sink and unpackage it there. I think that my granite countertops are a cleaner surface area and can be sanitized better than the sink. Where do you fall? Thoughts? Sink. 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 I am sink. meat in the sink. I feel like like things just like ooze out. It's like messy yeah. with poultry. There's like E. coli. There's a bunch of stuff. You want it all yeah. like as contained as possible. I think mm-hmm. unwrap in the sink, but I don't. Like set it in the sink. I put it on a cutting board. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. Like if on I do the frosting meat or something. Oh, not gonna. I'll put it yeah, in a bowl. I, I, I would put it in the sink. Yeah, put in, in a bowl in the yeah, sink. Yeah. In a bowl in the sink. Something. Yeah. I and also, I feel like in the fridge. they were talking about how porous each surface is, and I feel like they're both not gonna be like holding germs. Granite versus stainless steel. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. And yeah. with in the sink, you can just spray away all the goobers. The goobers. Yeah. 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 And it's not like you're eating off the sink. No. You have to cook it anyway. Yeah. It does have to get cooked anyway. Yeah. I would say for me, I would, it seems more sanitary to do it in the sink because you're less likely to like miss a cleaning spot. Yeah. I, like I think meat and fish and poultry should all be on. It should have one spot. It's you use the one cutting board and then that goes right in the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You use one set of silverware and then that goes right in the dishwasher. So you're not doing any like cross contaminating mm-hmm. of anything raw. Mm. Rawr. Do you guys sink. do you guys put Team your um, put your dishes in the sink or do you put them straight into the dishwasher? For those of us who have dishwashers, I'm a straight in the dishwasher girl. Yeah, mm, good for usually you. it's right in the dishwasher. Yeah, Ugh, so I don't yeah. have to deal with it anymore. As long as yeah. there's there's room. Yeah, good for you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just let it all pile up into the I, sink. Sometimes, yeah, I do. Then you can't use the sink. I to defrost your meat. I've started. <laughs> so you're a counter person by default. <laughs> I've started doing this this thing where I. I get so anxious and OCD about cleaning the kitchen that I have to limit myself to one time a day to clean it. Because mm. um, if not, you're just, you're just yeah, all day. Because otherwise I'm just, oh. I'm constantly cleaning the kitchen. Mm. I think this started 
you know, with COVID and you're always making snacks and you're always doing this and eating mm-hmm. and doing this and that. Um, and half the time our dishwasher is full. And so I, the dishes would just, would just pile up in the sink anyway. And I didn't want to take the 10 minutes to unload the dishwasher. And so then and it's it just, goes. yeah. So then I would just start, you know, from all the little things that you do throughout the day, stack it up in the sink. And then just after dinner, I just clean it one 300 time. 300 cups of water. One time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 300 cups of water. Exactly. Milk cup, snack bowl, snack mm-hmm. tray, water bottles. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you just, I can't keep up. Yeah. It's a big design thing right now, actually, to put two dishwashers in the kitchen. Really? Mm-hmm. So that one is dirty, one is clean? Mm-hmm. So you always Interesting. Have. I'm like, who has that much space? I always thought that I was that just for no, like, people who had like 12 dinner yeah. parties. Mm. No, so they can keep rotating through. Whoa. I, wow. mm-hmm. I unload in the morning and then put it in throughout the day. But I don't use a lot of, I will find any way to not use a plate or a fork. I'm a big, I mean, there's only two of us in the house. So I'm like, I just eat it out of the thing. I'm like (laughs) scooping out of things. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't mess with touching all the things. Although when I do cook uh, at night, Keith does laugh at the amount of silverware I use to cook. Like almost everything I use is a new set of silverware. And he's Mm. like, we really, do you need that extra spoon? And I'm like, yes, I do. (laughs) Fresh spoons. Fresh spoons. So we're a big run at night family. We okay. we run at night run at too. night and then unload in the morning. Yeah, which is actually After supposed coffee. to be a um uh like an environmental thing, running it at night. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it. I why. Maybe people use less electricity, electricity at night. At night. Than yeah, mm-hmm. oh, so you're not overloading the uh, yeah. the grid. Or, oh, I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. All right. The next one is: Should you tip at counter service? Like many of us, I get asked for tips at places I never used to, including Subway. Papa Murphy's take and bake pizza, my local butcher, Potbelly sandwiches, to name a few. Mm-hmm. My main argument, no. These employers have added tipping on their credit card machines so they don't have to pay their employees. In my opinion, these employees need to unionize or leave if they want more money. <laughs> I've been a server and you definitely earn your tips. I'm not saying that someone at Subway isn't busting their ass, but to me, it's different. I've been poor, so I get the struggle. (laughs) Secondary argument. It's not consistent. You don't tip at McDonald's. My buddy. It's not a big deal. Just tip the minimum ask. Usually 10%. They are struggling, and they work through COVID. Yeah, I mean, if you're a person and you've struggled in the past, then everyone else should also struggle, struggle. too. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's how change. They <laughs> should unionize or quit. I mean, that person oh is God. still not getting, you know, if there's a tip thing there, is, is that true also? Can I, like, is what can, can you guys confirm that if there is a, a tip line on the receipt, does that mean that the employees are not getting paid, the, like, the full Fair amount? Because the they're also amount? getting tips? Um, well, tips in Cal- in California, tips are taxed. Mm-hmm. Mm. The only tips, well, t- cash is technically not taxed, but you are supposed to declare a certain but I'm amount. Sure but I would say cash is king, baby. Tip people in cash. Yeah, yeah but for like how much of their hourly wage, though, I think is what she's getting to. It depends like on where if, you, there is minimum wage in California for like service workers. Yeah. So for somebody higher at, at, the, at the pot belly or something. At the pop alley, they're probably still only making like $15 an hour, if that. Like maybe they're making 10 And then the tips that go on the receipts, those probably go into a pool that gets split. Mm-hmm. Depends. Every company is different. Mm-hmm. Technically, you're not supposed to be able to tell like 
at restaurants, employers are not allowed to tell you what to do with your tips in terms of like tipping out the other people that work there. Mm-hmm. But I've never worked at a restaurant that didn't tell you what you, how much to split and mm-hmm. how much to tip out. Mm-hmm. Unless it was like a tip share. Well, I remember when I was a server, our hourly wage was like $2 an hour or something. And then oh my your tips had to make up or the rest. And then if you didn't, if your tip tips at the end of the night didn't meet the minimum wage, wage or whatever, then your employer had to supplement so that you would make minimum wage at least. Whoa. Mm-hmm. But our actually hourly rate was only like $2 an hour. Something like crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Illinois is two seventy five. Jesus. When I worked there. Wow. Wow. That so is- it is good to tip your people. Mm-hmm. So yeah. to get to minimum wage, like the number of tips that you guys have to get is pretty substantial. I mean, in Illinois at the time, minimum wage was seven twenty five, so it wasn't that. Yeah, uh, it was the same for Yeah, me. it okay. wasn't that high. Um, but yeah, it just it also had more to do with like then how much you owe in taxes at the end of the year because mm. typically when you're paid that way, then your tips are not taxed. Oh, so you have to make sure you have enough money when tax times comes to pay the taxes back. Mm. Yeah, kind of what you require. Whereas in like California, service workers typically get their tips taxed. Mm. And I didn't know, I was asking the guy at the weed store once because I'm so, or not I'm, I didn't buy that much weed when I was in Chicago. (laughs) But you're so used to using cash that when it comes time to pay with a card, I'm like, oh, I told the guy at the weed store, I was like, oh, I don't have um, cash. Is it better for you? I can go get the cash. He told me it's all, it's all taxed, taxed like crazy. He's like, you should see what my like paycheck the little like side looks like he's like every part of it is taxed because marijuana is so um, yeah. regulated, regulated. Wow. Whoa. I didn't even thought but about typically that. tipping cash, I would say is the best mm-hmm. route. I mean, I tip everyone, but Me I'm also too. in a position to tip everyone. You I know also what I tip mean? everyone. Yeah. If there's a tip line at, at like a pot belly or something, yeah. I'll, I'll say $2 or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I almost oh, think of it as not? like a bartender, uh-huh. you know, like if you're at a bar, and you order a drink and they make you a drink, you're going to put a couple dollars on the counter, mm. you know? And so I think of it as a similar thing where. Um, what if they're just giving you a water? If they're just giving me a water, then I, ho- I hope I don't have to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> but if I, if I bought a bottle of water or something like yeah. that, <sighs> then maybe no. a water bottle? Then, I, mean, I know what is the line? What yeah, is that's the what line? I think that's what the question gets down yeah. to is like, what is the line? What is I, maybe if something has been made or a service yeah. has been provided, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to just like rung up, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, like at, at a meat counter or something, you know, I would if if they just handed me something, then maybe no, but if they had cut the meat or weighed it or something like that, I don't know. Yeah. It, it really depends. What about 7-Eleven at yeah. the hot dog machine and they had to make the hot dogs and then they prepared it for you and gave mm-hmm. it to you? Service. <sighs> Service. Hospitality. Yeah. But I do, I, I feel this question because I ask myself that every time. There's a tip line um, and I think to myself, how much do I tip here? Like what is, was it good service? You know, because that's really the question is, is like when you're tipping, you are tipping for service, correct? And it's, it's not just a given, like, I don't know what these people are making. I don't know if they're living off of tips. Um, So generally I just, just lean on the side of tipping. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like it also, (laughs) the way that person phrased unionize or leave, 
um, makes me think they lean politically a very specific way um, where it's on the onus of the employee to control the wage that they get. Yeah. <laughs> like that's not, that's just not how not it works. everybody can control it. <laughs> that's not, they're, they're, they're just happy to have a job. Yeah. And to be like, well, that employee should just leave or unionize. Well, yeah, maybe that employer should just pay more. Yeah. Pay living wage. Yeah. But I, I think, yeah, kind of nickel and diming people at a coffee shop is wrong. Wrong. <laughs> yeah. I was at a restaurant uh, a couple weeks ago and they had, it said on the menu, it was like, you can say no if you don't want to have this 3% included. And Zach and I and my sister had just sat down and the people behind us were getting upset at the server because he didn't read the like fine print on the menu that 3% of the bill um, was going towards the employees like health insurance and like mm -hmm. benefits. And like, mm -hmm. he was getting upset at the employee and was like, why this and that? I'm like, this is very uncomfortable. <laughs> like why, Whoa. why are we like going after the individual and like getting upset if it's something, I mean, if you're upset with it, like, I guess you could take ask for it to be taken off, but like yelling at a server for it's something like that was it's oh, that yeah. was like three clearly stated. <laughs> yeah, it was very uncomfortable. I was just like, yeah. yeah, eat your food, be quiet, <laughs> and trying trying to explain that to somebody as their server, like mm -hmm. as the person who, well, yeah, this is paying for my health care. Yeah, um, I'm. I understand if 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 you do not want to be a part of you know this this then. Uh, I, I will take it off of your bill, sir. Mm -hmm. You know, but yeah. then if they just want to argue about it, that's a that's a different yeah, yeah. A different matter altogether. That's how you know you weren't getting twenty percent anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. true. Yeah. Tip what you can. Tip what you can. Tip yeah. what you can. Tip what you can. It's good. But also, like, if you're going to go out to eat, like, make sure you can, can tip. tip. Yeah, that's good advice too. Yeah. Next one, pronunciation challenge. <laughs> Ooh. Uh oh. Okay. <laughs> Do you pronounce? This has to do with orthography and phonetics, right? So how it's spelled versus uh -huh. how it sounds. Yes. Okay. So does PH sound different than an F? So like Sophie versus Sophie. Sounds the same, right? Sounds the -O -F -I -E same. S-O-F-I-E versus S-O-F-H-I-E. Sophie versus Sophie. Yeah, Sophie. Fish the fish, fish the band. Yeah, fish. <laughs> I'm really trying to think though is there a difference or no do you guys remember when yeah. Zach when Fat was a thing P-H-A-T the Fat. brand yeah. yeah yeah. so did you pronounce that any differently Fat Baby Fat, fat? Pa -fat. Well, pa -fat. I would have said Fat Foam <laughs> yeah. Fat yeah. Fat and then Fat no I think I say P-H and F the same yeah isn't like I feel like from a long time ago it was more aspirated probably like like sounded longer. I don't think people do do that anymore, you know? Or maybe it's like, because um, I know Sophie is uh, French. French. And and so maybe in certain languages it's pronounced differently, but maybe in ours it's it's, pronounced, it's just Sophie. Oh, but that sounds like what the vowel is, or right. the stress on the vowel Sophie? is different than yeah. Sophie. Yeah. Sophie. Mm -hmm. Sophie. Yeah. I don't think that necessarily changes. I think we do them the same. They're the yeah. same. Yeah. They're the same. They're the same. The I four of us in this room <laughs> meeting the same. The same accent. Same <laughs> accent. Yeah. Bring out the dancing lobsters. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love. Okay, I haven't read this one yet, but I'm very excited about the title. <laughs> Animals as smart as humans. Yeah. 
I think that certain animals are just as emotionally intelligent and socially intelligent as humans. He does not. The main ones we talked about were orcas, crows, and dogs. Mm. <laughs> Matt's going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I think either socially or emotionally are as smart as humans. They are not as purely intelligent as humans, though. I repeat, they are not as purely intelligent as humans. Mm. I mean, people study like dolphins and whales, and they said they're really smart. Smarter people than us have yeah. said that those animals are yeah. smart. There have to be some animals <laughs> that are smarter be. than the dumbest people. Yeah. yeah. Think about humans right. as babies. We're also yeah. like helpless. Like our parents are responsible just to make sure that we don't get into trouble and we don't like fall off a cliff, blah, blah, blah. There's mm-hmm. animals that like are popped out of their They're good egg go. or their parents' bellies and just like know what to do <laughs> instinctually. Yeah. Yeah. I do the yeah. the argument for social and emotional intelligence. I think that th- there are different ways of being intelligent, for mm-hmm. sure. Even you know, as humans, mm-hmm. and so uh, I think animals are similarly. Probably some animals are very emotionally intelligent. You know, dogs can sense certain emotions in mm-hmm. people. You, that mm-hmm. to me means that they are way more emotionally intelligent than we are. Mm. Um, I think they can they have like more sensory things where they can get different information than we can mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like their senses are heightened right like especially yeah sound and like smells and stuff like that so they have extra information that they can use to inform mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for sure those things and then social intelligence that you know there are Animals that travel in herds or family units. and mm-hmm. Do you know what a family of crows is called? Hmm. Murder. A murder. <laughs> love that. A murder. murder. A murder. I want to know what prompted their conversation. Like, what was this, this guy? He was like, no, animals are fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> They're dumb. They just eat and poop. <laughs> like, who's, who's looking at animals being like, you're a moron? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, they're smart. <laughs> Becky requests more information. I request more information mm-hmm. about this one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, socially smart. Everything socially is basically a construct, right? So yeah, they're not going to be the same as humans in that way. They have their own construct. Yeah, mm-hmm. and maybe the orcas that are on their podcasts are talking about how stupid humans are. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah. That's, that's what they're the saying. Ocean. That's actually when you hear <laughs> yeah. them, that's yeah. actually what they're saying. There's yeah. actually a broadcasted podcast called You Can Swim With Us. <laughs> <laughs> you Can Swim With Us. <laughs> can you please say that again louder for those who didn't hear it? Because that was so funny. Uh, oh, the whales. They have their own podcast. It's called You Can Swim With Us. Yes. <laughs> swim fan. It's P-H-A-N. <laughs> so here's our last settle this okay. for today. Does hummus stink? Mm. Some people question. hummus smells really gross, and some people smells really good. Mm. So does hummus stink? Just plain hummus? No, I can't smell it. I don't oh. think I've ever like been like, oh, I can smell that hummus, unless it is like a flavored hummus, like garlic hummus or oh, roasted red pepper hummus. But plain chickpea, yeah, and tahini hummus. Right, tahini? Yeah, yeah. tahini, yeah. I think it smells mealy. I, like I wouldn't say it smells bad, but I wouldn't say it also smells good. So I'm neutral. 
Neutral. Okay. Neutral. Just neutral. Mealy. Yes. I feel like mealy, mealy is a consistency. Yeah. It's funny that you smell a consistency. You are correct. I don't know how to explain <laughs> the smell. It just smells like herby, mushed chickpeas. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah, it's not, it's not like yeah. it's not like a cinnamon it roll. It smells as if yeah. it would how you expect it to feel. <laughs> Mealy? Mealy. Mealy. Smells yeah. mealy. I can get where where the challenge comes in with this, okay. but I think I just like hummus so much that it smells good to me. You know what mm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like it's kind of the same with a lot of fermented things. They they kind of have that weird, it's kind of like a smell behind the smell. A funk. Yeah. Mm. But it still tastes really good. You really want it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, where do, smell is such a, um, you know, like you're raised with certain smells. If you're raised with hummus and you think that it smells delicious, yeah, you know, or you could, you could be allergic to garlic or something and, and then you smell hummus and you're like, oh no, I can't. So no, it doesn't smell. No, no. I'm going to say no. I'm Plain hummus does not smell. It has like, yeah, a smell, but not a strong smell. It doesn't smell. stink. It doesn't stink. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't stink. <laughs> it's it plain. Uh, Feeling very stink. strongly. No, I think of like briny things stink. Like that stinks. Getting something like, I don't know, cooked broccoli, steamed broccoli. It smells like anchovies. Sulfur. Stink. Yeah. Hummus? <laughs> Sphinker and the animals are dumb person need to <laughs> link chat. up. They need to link up. They need to find each other on LinkedIn. <laughs> and have, Specifically. Have a debate or something. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, with that, guys, we want to thank you for tuning in to this episode this week. So you can swim with us. You can, you can swim, swim with, with us. us. Um, be sure to like and subscribe please uh our email is you can sit with us pod at gmail.com be sure to send questions to there um make sure you are washing your hands peeing after sex wearing your mask and being kind to one another be kind be kind give out some compliments yeah, <laughs> yeah. give everybody compliments yeah <laughs> find someone in your life today to give a compliment to yes pass it on and with that we'll see you next week Bye. Bye. Bye.